Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Between Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry, who raised their stock more in the 2023 season? And I actually think if you ask 10 people on the street, 10 diehard Browns fans, I think you might it might go 50-50. Because the reality is, I one, I listen, I think Andrew has always been held in high regard um, in the NFL. I do. I mean, I think you saw um, from his time in Indianapolis to his time in Cleveland, and then when he kind of came back as uh, – or sorry, he then went to Philadelphia, and when he came back, like, I think I think this is a guy who – if and let's say I'm not, this isn't going to happen. But if tomorrow he decided he want to didn't want to be the Browns GM anymore, I think he'd be the kind of guy who got snapped up very quickly in the NFL, right? Um, Stefanski's interesting. I mean that the uh, the the team report cards from the NFL PA survey. If you guys didn't see that, the first thing that stood out to me about that wasn't the weight rooms because that's the easiest fix in the world. Um, renovate renovate that room, get in new weights, figure out what players don't like about it. It's a pretty simple fix. Um, it wasn't the the food in the facility. Again, you call down, hey, why does the food suck? All right, let's do better. I thought it was really interesting that Kevin Stefanski was graded as a B minus, and, and that was uh, good enough for the 28th coach, uh, 28th out of 32nd NFL coach. Because if you look at, the way NFL writers have have uh, have kind of portrayed Kevin. I mean, he's like one of 13 guys that have two head coach of the year awards or more. I mean, that's pretty rarefied air. Like, we're talking like Don Shula. We're talking like truly great Hall of Fame head coaches, and he's got it in the first four years. Now, you can look at why he won that. The, the Browns, 2019 was a disaster. Their head coaching situation absolutely cost them their chance to make the playoffs or be competitive. It set back the quarterback as well. So he walked in, went to the playoffs, all that kind of stuff, managed, um, managed, uh, bah, 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 bah. oh, the, the, the COVID season very well. So he was a shoe in for that because optically, yeah, he won with the Cleveland Browns, won a playoff game, of course. This year was really interesting. Like, I, I thought 2020, listen, it was an easy sell on Kevin Stefanski as a head coach in 2020. This is the year that he that he should have won it. And and by the way, he tied with D'Amico Ryans as, for, uh, for one, but he had the most number one votes, which is why he got it. 
So I think it's interesting that the media has painted Kevin now two times out of four years as one of the best coaches in the NFL. And from the NFL PA side of things, Kevin is is one of the five lowest graded coaches. I just think that speaks to – I, I don't know what it speaks to, honestly, because I don't know how many Browns players engaged in this survey. Um, you know, Kevin was asked about it today, and he was like, eh, you know, I – I, I like to have an open door policy and yada, yada, yada. But he was asked directly, would you rather uh, win that second defensive player, the coach, uh, sorry, def- defensive player, coach of the year award, or would you rather um, be higher rated? He declined to answer. I think that's a really interesting thing to keep in mind. I, again, until they lose again, it's a little deal. But something to keep in mind that maybe the players didn't give him kind of the marks that maybe the media did this year. But 216-474-0092. Who raised their stock more this year? Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski. Because I actually do think it should be Kevin Stefanski. I think I thought Andrew Barry, listen, the reality is the Browns don't win with either of their contributions. But I think when it comes to stock, if the the organization had failed this year and they won seven games, Kevin Stefanski would be out on his ass. Andrew Barry would not. So just in terms of – and some of that is just how the NFL works now. You're starting to see GMs in front offices get longer runs. I mean, Howie Roseman has had, I want to say, five or six head coaches now, and he was allowed the failure of Chip Kelly. He was allowed – whatever weird ending to the the situation that was uh was the situation with uh with Doug Peterson where you won a Super Bowl in 2017 and like 4 years later or 3 years later the guy was fired so GMs survive a little bit longer than head coaches do but i also think like i i i think what charles said is true i think people have a very high opinion of andrew because he was in all the it organizations. He was in Indy when Indy was winning big with Andrew Luck. He was in, uh, I almost said he was in Cleveland. He was not in the good part of Cleveland. But he went to Philadelphia and learned from uh, uh, from Howie Roseman himself. He came back. Like, he's got a pedigree that people really like. Kevin Stefanski is a guy who, ironically enough, doesn't. He really only worked in Minnesota before coming here. So I I, I kind of look at this as, like, Kevin's gone from a guy who people were like, oh, that's who you hired in 2020. And I, even locally, like, again, I wasn't here when, when he was hired. I still listen to the damn station, you know, like I remember people asking me about it. Cause everybody knew I was a Browns fan. And I was like, what do you think about that? And it's like, I don't really know what to think. Like, it, it seems like they're trying to find their Shanahan or their McVay. So I think Andrew has started in terms of just overall prestige at a his his pedigree was respected more because he worked with the right organizations and because he he did have like he timed his career perfectly. Kevin, I kind of think, is a guy who's gone from should he have that job to now because of the two coach of the year awards, should we go ahead and actually call him one of the ten best coaches of the NFL? The NFL PA survey notwithstanding. But most importantly, yeah, Andrew Barry decided to to sign Joe Flacco. Kevin Stefanski made it work. And Kevin Stefanski won 
with four different kind of quarterbacks while juggling the PR nightmare that was Deshaun Watson's injury. They played five quarterbacks. They only won with four. I'm still not over Jeff Driscoll. I'm still pretty pissed about Jeff Driscoll. If we're really honest, that, that week 18 matchup against Cincinnati where I was like, hey, could this kill your momentum? And then they went into Houston and pooped the bed. I still have not forgotten that. F***ing thing sucks. It's not your fault, Jeff Driscoll. It's the Browns' fault, and I've not forgotten that. However, I don't know other coaches juggle four quarterbacks and win. Do I think they were able to juggle four quarterbacks and win because the roster was in the best position it's been? In, in I mean, since that 2020 season? Absolutely. But in 2020, they're not winning with four different quarterbacks. Most teams in the NFL, by the way, I would say 99% of teams aren't winning juggling four different quarterbacks. That to me is why it should be Kevin. That to me is why it's befuddling that Kevin was given a B-minus grade by his own players. Let's go with Robert. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hey, Nick. Thanks for taking the call, man. Yes, sir. Um, you know, so the Coach of the Year award only includes the regular season. Yes, sir. And the voting is done at the end of the regular season before the postseason. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious when the NFLPA survey was taken. Because if it was taken after the postseason, I mean, I, I got to feel like a whole lot of players in that locker room might not be super thrilled about the way the season ended, you know. And maybe that's an easy way to blame it on Kevin there. I don't know. Maybe that could explain the discrepancy. I like that theory at the very least. Keith, what do you have? I have your answer to that. It was not. It was administered from August 26th to November 16th. Okay. So maybe. Every player on the roster was given a survey. I have to think about it, guys. There were some rocky times. So depending on whether you took that in August or whether you took that in November, I could absolutely see that. If you if you were a player feeling one sort of way in August, it might feel completely different in the middle of November after you beat Baltimore. I think that's interesting. I actually think that probably did hold Kevin Stefanski back then. That actually makes more sense to me now. I actually feel better about it that it wasn't – well, no, I'm glad it wasn't like last Tuesday where they're just like, ah, I've been home for a month. Yeah, bleep that guy. See, now I'm so glad. Thank you, Keith. That, I mean, now I'm, I'm kind of giving less credence to – that ranks specifically for for Kevin because it doesn't include the December run. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kyle, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? What up, what up, what up, man? So listen, I want to clear some air, man. Hold on, let me turn you off. My bad, you were playing in the background. I turned off. Yes, I want to turn you now. I want to turn you on. Ooh. Now, 
<laughs> now, <laughs> I keep hearing, hey, if Watson and Stefanski don't mesh, Stefanski's gone. You know, that is BS, man. That is BS. Want to know why? Stefanski proof he's the guy. And even if him and Watson don't mesh and Watson plays horrible under Stefanski, Stefanski isn't going anywhere. He's staying right here in Cleveland. And honestly, get Watson out of here, man. I've seen enough Watson. Get him the hell out of Cleveland. If I could, I'd be outside his door for Pittsburgh. Tell him to get out of here and go to the Steelers, man. Go make the Steelers worse. Okay? And shout out my dogs. Go Browns, man. I love your show. That's it. Thank you, Kyle. A lot, you gave us a lot to chew on there. A lot of energy there. Um, I don't think pitchforks are a thing anymore. Just just to start, I don't think we need to run people out of town with pitchforks anymore. I think if you just go up to them and, hey, leave. I, I well, By the way, really wouldn't work because he'd be like, I mean, I got a contract, dude. I can't really like leave town. Um, I wouldn't want him to go to Pittsburgh. No, I, I, I don't want to sell low on Deshaun. And... I'll be honest with you. I don't really want to sell high or low on Kevin Stefanski. Of if you don't make it work with Deshaun, at some point it is going to be on Kevin Stefanski. Just makes sense because Deshaun still has a uh, a longer contract until Kevin gets a contract extension. And I mean, even if even let's say Kevin got a four year contract extension this offseason, right? So his contract's now for longer technically than Deshaun Watson's is. The Br- I say technically because the Browns view the Deshaun investment as a uh, 10-year thing, not a five-year thing. And two, um, Kevin ain't getting paid the same kind of money Deshaun is. I mean, listen, in, in the pantheon, I don't disagree with Kyle, by the way. But I think we're, I think this is one of those moments where Kevin, the offensive coordinator, has to has to show some grace to Kevin, the head coach. That's why it is important who calls plays. That's why it is important what kind of scheme they throw out there because if we're in, you know, December of next year, Deshaun actually plays the full season and he looks like a B-minus quarterback and you continue to play the Gary Kubiak West Coast offense, yeah, there's going to be a lot of hard questions about that. And those are going to be fair questions, by the way. But, I, I mean, I agree, like, Kevin as a head coach deserves a lot of um, a lot of leeway, and I hope that it doesn't come down to Kevin or Deshaun. But in the NFL, it's usually as simple as follow the money. If you follow the paper trail, in this case, the paper trail is Deshaun still got 160 million to go. Uh, even with a nice contract extension, you're not going to owe Kevin 160 million dollars. You don't get three chance. Sorry, you don't get more than three chances to get it right with a quarterback. Even if you win, there's going to be some hard questions. That's not what I want. It's just how the NFL works. Now, getting back to the idea of Kevin, I think Kevin. I, I think Kevin's job was tougher this year. I think. I think Andrew's. I think Andrew's job was made tougher by previous decisions of Andrew. Andrew's drafting wide receivers and drafting defensive linemen. Uh, drafting defensive linemen meant this last year. He had to make up for a lot of missed picks in previous years. So did he did he did he pass the flying colors? 100 percent He did. And, you know, guys like Mo Hurst, guys like um Oba Okoronkwo, and um I, I know Elijah Moore wasn't a number two wide receiver. Elijah wasn't a complete disaster. Usage was actually that might be one of the few things I point at Kevin and say, what the hell you were thinking with the usage of Elijah. But like Andrew was kind of digging himself out as a GM of a hole he created. Kevin, 
Not really. Kevin had everything go wrong. Coming off a disappointing year last year where there were major problems, sorry, perceived to be major problems in the locker room. And then a year later, he comes out. The Greenbrier thing, which I still think is funny. I don't think it mattered that much, but they think it matters a lot. So good on you. But like he made the decision to go to Greenbrier. He made the decision, um, you know, he was the guy that kind of steadied the ship or at least didn't completely implode at juggling four different quarterbacks. I think he's the guy who made some really interesting decisions late in games that helped you get wins. None of the problems, okay, not none of. 90% of the problems that the Browns faced this year were not a Kevin Stefanski creation. He reacted to absolute chaos with this team and got them to 11 wins. I just, that's that's the slight difference to me between the job Kevin did this year and the job Andrew did this year. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.